welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm excited we have a poem from Rushmi. Rushmi means rays of the sun which is why she speaks of sunshine as a way of promising hope for every morning. And Rushmi is a co-journer joining us from Toronto. And her poem reads, It wasn't me. It was never me. She smiles in delight and begins to celebrate herself. Last labels peeled and relegated to the trash can where they belong with many other things. I'm me, maybe even me. Some days, she says, and no one can say I didn't try. So live on, beautiful sunshine. I'm here with you, always. Live and love with joy. The next 21 years for me. And then, she says to herself, Hear my love, you begin again, with me beside you, always, until our last breath. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Rushmi. We are so excited to receive this poem from you. And it is in alignment as she shares with our audience that this poem is about beginning to peel off the labels of society as the woman who dared to dream. And often we have to pull off all of the labels of what people tell us about ourselves so we can be who we truly are. And so on today, we're going to talk about how to be happier, enhancing your happiness. It's important to know that you can decrease depression and despair and still not truly be happy. Sometimes we are just going through the motions of living. And so one of the attributes of positive psychology is happiness. And there's been a lot of research to look at the traits and the behaviors of happy people. And so I want to share with you what some of this research shows so you can look at ways of shifting your thinking and your behavior so that you can increase your happiness. So one of the traits of happier people is that they tend to live in the moment. Instead of being consumed with regrets from the past or anxiety about the future, They appreciate what is happening in this present moment. And you know, on this podcast, we like to talk about sacred pause. So what a gift for us 
to take a moment to center in about the current reality of your life, not allowing yourself to be consumed by yesterday or even tomorrow, but really appreciating where you are now, somewhere listening to this podcast, knowing you are a part of this community of co-journers. What a gift that is for us in this moment to know that we can inhabit our very breath. Not only are happier people intentional about living in the moment, but they also feel more gratitude and express more gratitude. And so let us think about in this moment things that we can be grateful for. And also let's think about people we would like to express gratitude to. Who are the people that you have forgotten to thank? Perhaps people you have taken for granted, opportunities that you may have felt entitled to and really want to reflect and shift to a place of gratitude, a place of appreciation. You may want to consider in this moment what it would be like on today to call someone to tell them thank you, to mail them a note, to text them your appreciation, to think about something that you may want to give as a token of your gratitude for what people have done for you and who they are in your lives. When we consider what has gone right, people that have been a blessing to us, people that have helped us, it can improve our mood. Happier people live in the moment, feel and express gratitude, and happier people have a sense of humor. And it is so important for us to be able to get back to the place of our joy and being able to even laugh at ourselves instead of being so harsh or perfectionistic, to be able to note the times that things did not go perfectly and yet still have some humor about it, some joy about it, to not take ourselves so seriously. And often we stress ourselves out because we allow the little moments to become large in our minds. We make them symbolize something greater than they would actually mean if we allowed ourselves to release some things. I know some things are heavyweights, but there are some things that are really light that we can consume ourselves with, that we can give too much attention to. I wonder if in this moment you can even think about some things that were not funny in the moment, but that at this season of your life, at this season of your journey, you can laugh about, that you can smile about. Another aspect or trait of people who are happier are people who engage in random acts of kindness. So being kind to other people can be a source of happiness for us to not just spend all of our time thinking and strategizing about what we can get, but what can I give? 
How can I be a blessing to others? And it does not have to be grand or expensive. It can be simple acts of letting people know that we see them, that we honor them, that we recognize their humanity, that they are deserving of some good things in life. I wonder if it is hard for you to recall the last kind thing you said or did for someone else. When we engage in kind acts, it allows us to shift our mood and to broaden our perspective. Another trait of happier people is that they are flexible, flexible emotionally or mentally that they're able to adjust. The reality is that things in our lives often do not go according to plan. And when we are rigid, when we are strict, when we are easily disappointed or easily irritated or easily outraged, it will be hard for us to cultivate happiness in our lives. And so happier people learn to adjust. Happier people learn to be flexible. Happier people can see when the tide has shifted and can make uh, modifications on what you thought the day was going to look like, what you thought this job was going to be, what you thought this season was going to be. And so not everything has to be a fight. Sometimes we have to learn how to flow with the new, especially when things are out of our control. Can you remember the last time things did not go according to plan? Perhaps you ended up stuck in traffic, in a long line. Someone said something that turned everything around and made uh, the workday longer. Let's think about how we can be more flexible and less easily moved, less easily stressed out. The word that we would use in psychology research is adaptable. Being able to bend, being able to recognize when an obstacle comes that I'm going to have to go a different way. And so I will not just keep beating down a dead end, but I'm willing to let some things go and come up with a new plan, a new possibility, a new sense of what this day or this season is going to look like given the reality of things. And so can you be adaptable and more flexible? Happier people also are more cooperative instead of competitive. If I'm constantly thinking about everyone as my competitor or as my enemy, then it will leave me stuck in a place of envy and anger. And it will also leave me constantly strategizing about how I can get ahead of someone else. And it will make me miserable whenever someone else is having a good experience because I'll think of that as taking something away from me. But when I'm able to work collaboratively, when I'm able to engage with others, to connect with others, to think about the we and not just me, that can give me a greater sense of happiness instead of panic. When I believe that it is me against the world, I am going to be perpetually stressed out. It will be hard for me to enjoy anything 
because everything feels fragile. But when I start to realize I'm not in it by myself, that there are other people, that we are connected with each other. And so if we work together, we can get some important things done. I wonder if in this season you can think about what it would be like to shift out of competitor mode and into collaborative mode. What it would mean to shift, to think about yourself as a part of a collective instead of feeling like you are isolated and on a war path by yourself. Another trait of happier people is that they prioritize relationships over materialism. And so if we can be intentional about the ways that we treat others, if we are intentional about really building up our relationships and cultivating our family connections, our friendships, our partnerships, it can give us a greater sense of happiness instead of perpetually thinking about how can I get more. When I am driven by greed, it really leaves me in a place of feeling that whatever I have is never enough. I always need more. But instead, if I start to really think about my treasure in large part being my connection and love and care for others as they also care for me, then I can live with that sense of it being a gift. Speaking of gifts, it's interesting to know that happier people spend more money on experiences than on items. And so what are the experiences that could bring you more joy? What are the things that you enjoy doing? What is the travel that you would like to do? What are the hobbies or sports that you would like to pay to enjoy as opposed to just accumulating items? So we think about relationships. We think about experiences. We also consider that happier people get sufficient sleep. It is hard to be happy when you are exhausted. It is hard to be happy when you are exhausted. And so when we are rested, then we are able to face a new day. When we are rested, we feel a sense of being restored physically and emotionally, which puts us in a place to be able to handle the various stressors of life. Some difficulties will happen in your day and in your week, but when you have a sense of rest within yourself, you, feel, you will feel more capable to face the challenges of the day. Not only do happier people get sufficient sleep, but happier people also engage in some exercise or physical activity. Moving your body is good for you emotionally. It actually boosts your mood and gives you a greater sense of energy. And happier people have more energy. And so we think about what are the ways that I can incorporate more movement in my day? Is that going to be walking? Is that going to be dancing? Is that going to be swimming? What can I do to move my body 
knowing that as I move my body, it is not only good for my physical health, but also my emotional health. Happier people also are good listeners. And so they are able to hear others and think about communication as a two-way street. If I am constantly trying to talk over other people, if I feel like my word needs to be the only word and I am threatened by anybody else's opinion or voice, that's going to leave me in a very stressful place. But when I am settled within myself, when I'm clear enough within myself, when I have clarity about who I am, then emotionally I have space to be able to hear from others and to pick up on the experience of others verbally and non-verbally. And when we're able to engage with people in this happier way, in this holistic way, in this bi-directional way, we are building mutual reciprocal relationships. And so not only is it about can I communicate in terms of when I speak, but can I also hear what is said to me? And when I'm able to do that, I'm really able to get to a happier place. People who are happier also have the humility and honesty to be able to ask for help. So it takes nothing off of you to admit when you don't know something, to admit when you're facing a challenge or a difficulty and that you could use some help. And allowing people to show up for you in that way, allowing friendships to be real and authentic can get us to a place of greater happiness. It's also important to know that happier people have a sense of purpose. They feel like they are doing something and some things that don't just benefit them, but also may benefit others. And so what are the things that you are engaged in that are larger than yourself? What are the things that you participate in that are bigger than you? So when I apply my gifts, my skills, my resources, my time, my intelligence in causes that I deem to be important, it will give me a greater sense of happiness. What is the last cause or issue that you contributed to, whether in your time, in your resource, with your wisdom? What are the ways that you have worked to try to make things better, to make things be a benefit? not just to you, but even to those around you or those beyond your immediate context. When we're able to do each of these things, it can give us a greater sense of happiness. Another trait of happier people is that they're spontaneous. They're open to trying new things, open to new experiences, ready for adventure, open to fun. And so I know sometimes we can get so locked into our routine that everything has to be a certain way. And when I have to be controlling and dictate everything, that is another source of stress. But I wonder when was the last time you had fun? 
because happier people, of course, laugh more and smile more often and are optimistic. Can you revive your hope on today? Or can you at least think about what are the things in your life or what are the things in the world that give you a greater sense of hope? Is there anything that leads you to believe that things could be better for you, for your community? What are the sources of your hope? And when you're able to really cultivate your own optimism, you will have a greater sense of happiness. It's also important to know that when people are happier, they also recognize the blessing and the gift of time. Time is very sacred. And so we want to make use of it. We want to appreciate it. We don't want to take it for granted. And so when we think about what are the ways that I can really enjoy this day? What are the ways that I can really honor the time that I do have on the planet? And when I recognize that time can be fleeting and that time is valuable and sacred and special, then I can really have greater happiness in this moment and for this moment. Now I need to say, as someone who does pay attention to systems and systemic issues, that the reality also is people report greater happiness when they are more capable of handling their bills. So when their finances and resources present for them a livable wage, it is very hard to hold on to your happiness when you're stressed out about life issues because of limited finances. And so we want to think not only individually about multiple streams of income or the ways in which we can invest in ourselves, but we also want to think collectively about the importance of advocating for policies that promote a livable wage for all people. And this is so important for our happiness. As we think about our happiness, it's also important to know that happier people have a greater sense of self-confidence. Do you believe that you're capable of doing some things? It doesn't have to mean that you are perfect at everything. But when I have a greater sense of confidence, it will allow me not to be so stressed. It will allow me to have a greater sense of security and stability. And so I invite you to think about ways that you can encourage yourself, ways that you can give yourself positive messages based on what you have already survived in your past. That when I think about the things that I have already overcome, it will give me a greater sense of confidence to face whatever challenges may be coming up for me in the present. And so we consider our pathway that even though there have been storms, there have been challenges, there have been difficulties, that you made it. 
You made it through all of that. Not perfectly, not without scars, but you made it. And so we want to recall our past accomplishments, our past moments of triumph over difficult circumstances in order to build our confidence that we will be able to face the things that are coming up in our future. And when we have that sense, then we're going to have a greater sense of happiness, a greater sense of optimism, a greater sense of what is possible. I'm excited that you're on the journey. And I know that it is important as we come home to ourselves for us not to just be stuck in survival mode, but for us to be mindful and thoughtful about ways that we can enhance our own happiness. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.